Is this on? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. You are listening to Testimony, a musician story featuring V Rose and Speck. Rose was born Vienna Rose Dare on January 9, 1989, in Sacramento, California. She was raised in a Christian household with her brothers. I caught up with her backstage at the Invasion Music Awards in Fair Oaks, California. I actually grew up in church as long as I can remember. So as a kid, um, I was a PK. My stepdad was our pastor. And so my mom, you know, was very adamant about teaching us about God and you know, making us read our Bible and just stuff like that. And we went to church like every single day. And I was actually homeschooled from seventh grade through high school. So then it was just like more, it was all church culture. And so I have six brothers, I'm the only girl. So I think for my brothers, it was, they took it a little bit different than I did. But I had always talked to God, like even as a kid, um, God told me I was going to be a singer when I was six years old and that I was going to make music for him. And so, you know, I believed that. And I, because I was so sheltered, you know, I didn't have any doubt about that. I was like, this, this is what God told me. And I, you know, told my mom, I would tell everybody. And so that was a really cool thing about like growing up in church like that. And then when I was 16, I was going through that like teenager phase where I kind of just was into myself and I was in a little group. I started a little gospel group called Harmony with my best friend at the time. And my mom, during this Wednesday night women's prayer meeting, was like, hey, um, where's Vienna? Like, come up and just lead us in worship. And I was like, the whole way walking to the front, like, just so irritated that my mom was asking me to come do that because I was like, I have my own music now. You know, I don't do that, you know. And I was against the whole like, this is a ministry thing, because I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to do music. I didn't want it to be a ministry. I remember saying, no, don't call it a ministry, you know? And I had no choice once I got up there, but to just, like, lift my hands and just surrender and just start to worship. And it, when I did that, like, God broke my spirit, and He really opened my heart to understand that my gift wasn't about me and that it was about Him. And I remember from that day forward, I was like, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to do this for you, not for myself. And it's just like a complete transformation. And so I've been living for Him ever since. And of course, my walk with God is growing daily um, as I experience new challenges. Day, oh, yeah, that. Girl, oh, oh, that 
Young V was very serious about becoming an artist. At a very young age, she started paying for her own studio time. was 15 years old, I got a job working at Jack in the Box, and I really wanted to start like recording music. The day I turned 15, I got a job there, pay for studio time, and my parents would take me to the sessions, and somebody was like, you need to hear this guy spec, because he's a rapper. And I'd never heard Christian rap, you know? And so they put the music on, and I was thinking it was gonna be kind of like, I just didn't expect it to be good. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, I was just so excited about it. And so they were like, he's a producer. And I was like, I have to work with him. So I gave my mom some money, you know, that I had been saving up. And I was able to go work with him in his studio. And the first time he produced music for me, I remember he pulled up the the music and he started putting these horns in my song. And I was just like jumping up and down, yelling like, I was so excited because he was doing something that was cool. And I had worked with a few other producers and I was just like, they're trying to make me sound like old school, like gospel-y 90s. And you know, this was like 2003 or something. So I was just like, I am not gonna be, you know, a 90s gospel yeah. singer. Yeah. I wanna do like music that's like on the radio now, but yeah. just Christian. Uh -huh. You know, and that was kind of unheard of. No one was doing that, so. Anyway, I started working with Spec, and he signed me to a management deal about a year after that. And um, he's put me through artist development, he used to take me to business meetings and make me sit there and like pay attention to the boring stuff going on. But he really is the first person that told me like, you know, that I need to start writing songs and I need to start playing guitar and just like really putting me up on the game of the industry yeah. and showing me the outside stuff that most artists don't get to see yes. or have to learn, you know, the hard way. So obsessive like M I M I M I trending. I know that you heard this before, but choose it now. Who do you love more? You think you're serving God, but you're not. If you ain't that number one in that spot, it's all bad. But there's a chance to change all that. Cause I know that you're not all bad. You just okay. think that people okay. like that. So you act like that. Yeah. Should I, should I? Should I, should I go bad? Should I, should I forget my manners where they at? Shouldn't I do these things just to keep up with the fad? Am I trending? Am I, am I trending? Her producer and manager, Speck, helped her to obtain a record deal with veteran rapper Flame and his label, Clear Sight Music. She dropped three albums under that label before signing to the Christian pop label, In Pop Records. Although her label changed, V and her style of music has not. I know you won't trust anyone. You feel like you're alone. So afraid of being let down by those who say they won't. So you're raising up the bridge. You don't care who it is. You'll never let your guard down. I don't stand a chance This hide-and-seek romance Is not even a challenge Love I'll show you love I'll show you love I'll climb over 
you know, any situation that I get into working with, you know, labels, I'm not going to work with them if I can't still work with the producer I want to work with and write my own stuff. Writing my stuff is a big, you know, deal for me. So, um, like, wherever I go, I'm going to make sure that I stay the same person, same artist, and continue to grow in the direction I want to grow in. And if, you know, a situation presents itself that is not going to allow me to do that, I'm not going to do that. The cool thing is I get to exist in Christian hip hop and definitely try to, I mean, every artist just wants to, you know, gain fans in all areas and branch out. So, you know, that's what we're trying to do, but I am still able to do, you know, get on tours and stuff that, that Christian hip hop does. I do want to work on like, you know, contemporary tours too, but I'll still be doing the same music. I think I'm just really trying to, you know, continue to push the lane that I'm in to so it's not like she's over here and over here, but mm -hmm. that's just who she is. It's crazy, it's crazy. You have always been the one that never left me, never left me alone. Her latest release, Young, Dangerous Heart, is her first full-length album with In-Pop Records. writing my album this album over a year ago and my team and I we started like writing demoing songs and we demoed like about 50 songs before we were like okay what is this album gonna be because we just had so much we wanted to try and stuff and a lot of stuff that I was writing was mostly talking about my own experiences um, my recent experiences like becoming an adult and a lot of the stuff that I just didn't know about life and um, the pressures that I faced you know at that age where there were so many influences around me telling me like who I should be and what I should do with my life and how I should go about that. And I just remember, you know, what God told me at a, at a young age that, you know, I was going to be a singer and I was going to, you know, sing and bring glory to his name. And so I remember having to decide, like, I'm going to just do that wholeheartedly. And I had to forsake a lot of the influences that I really respected around me just to follow God's voice. And it was my pastor who told me, you know, God has the final say above your parents, above your mentors, above everybody, your friends and all that. So um, it's really just to encourage people who are in that same vulnerable state where your heart is, you know, in a vulnerable, dangerous place where you're like, which way should I go to the left or to the right? And I've seen so many of my friends who just didn't really seek God and, and now are still trying to find themselves. God's grace, hallelujah to the throne all night long. Cause your grace is so amazing. Don't deserve it, but you give it, you keep giving on. Like, oh my Jesus, ain't no other guys up in this song. This song, this song, this song, this song, this song, this song, this song. 
Want to support Testimony and Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives, plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer Gary. Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? You're listening to Testimony, a musician's story. What's up? childhood talking nobody listened to me growing up i was so awkward now, honestly that's what probably drove me to be successful the more status you got the more they gonna treat you respectful and i apologize for talking on big that's just the vacancy talking that's just gonna be what it is but in the past couple years somebody hopped in that chair j cole said there ain't no thong god is sitting right there look so i caught up with v rose's producer and manager speck backstage at the award show too Speck was born Lamont Blackshire and was raised in Sacramento as well. I was a church boy, but before salvation, giving my life to Christ, I had to get scared into it. Pre-Christ, I did whatever. I made up my own religion. So I wanted to feel like I was okay with God, so I still went to church, make my mama happy, spoke to church lingo. And then during the week, I would just do whatever I wanted, which included... Straight out of high school, um, I got an internship with uh, Tupac's producer, and that's who I got trained by. And I worked for Black Market Records, and I produced all sorts of ratchetry and gangster music, which included, at that time, Illuminate before he was saved. Yeah, when I was producing Keek the Sneak's record, then um, Illuminate was on that record. And so, uh, yeah, that's where I met him. So I used to produce everything. But then right after that, I'd have a, a pastor come in and do something. So I tried to mix everything. Just spinning wheels, you know, but getting trained, I can definitely see God was training me for something. But yeah, that's it. So I never was like, I mean, to this day, I've never smoked weed. I've never smoked a cigarette, you know, never been in a fight, like literally ever in my life. But um, I definitely was super arrogant. And I thought like I was smarter than God. Like I got outsmart God. It's so surreal. Feel like a dream, but it's so, so real I'm trying to be so, so chill But this very real anger, I so, so fail They say I'm doing so, so well But I guess I'm doing so, so still Make good money, but I gotta run a company Gotta pay roll, most of y'all think was ugly But to me it's so lovely 20 hour days, man, I don't get enough sleep They told me I got ADHD I 
And you don't want me around your workplace, trust me, I mean this They told me that I never be this Testing me, then they told me I'm a genius Love what I'm supposed to do with that Mom working late, not comfortable calling my dad Take y'all back, high school and clash And my mama find in the car Skipping school with some girls in the backseat Make a promise that she know I can't afford But she know I will one day Good mom, help me make it in the sack state Hold up, it's like high school, stuff that gotta pay Trying to make straight O's, not straight A's Straight Cray, man, I felt like Drake When I found out, turning the papers would get me paid Man, I'm out, what I said, I dropped out But early graduation's what it felt like to me So dang, like we always do it this time I got to shine, I went for mine Became an intern, got me a mentor Paid dues for years, now I do this full time And it's so surreal So, when we started dreaming this, we never could have seen this. And I ain't talking money, yo, we seen that. I'm talking about making the triple beam tracks. I'm talking about 40 and Bow King. Man, I'm talking about 50 get Jay Z. I'm finally making G's by working with OG's. Just making these EP's by slanging them OZ's. But I knew it was wrong, though. But I just wanna ball out. I still with the church hope. Somehow it even not allowed. Serve two masters, and this wasn't even the deep south. But I was a slave to the pain, looking for a father figure to help me figure this all out. And I remember sitting in the blue pickup. Dad told me this the last time you're getting picked up. Why? It's your mom, she tripping. Why you women wanna punish men with the children? Dad was a hustling, an entrepreneur, song grow for businesses from the ground floor. And even though I didn't see him all through my teens, built spec house copying the litter that I seen is hey, so surreal. Feel like a dream, but it's so surreal. Feel like I'm watching the real. Got my life through time, still trying to heal. Man, I don't wanna feel nothing. Keep the check coat coming. Anything to keep me numb. You don't understand me, take a number. Try to cover up the crackers. Black Market started to send me down to LA, and I was getting really, really big. And um, the head of Black Market Records, um, he had signed a really big publishing deal, and he bought a hotel. Off of 47th. I went to LA, worked at Ice T Studio, spent a few nights there, worked with the Loonies, MC Hammer. Uh, and um, after that, he was like, Oh, you're dope. And he said, I want to sign you to a contract. And the Lord was like, Don't do it, don't do it. And even after looking at the contract, it was like that deal with the devil. It was going to lock me in. And I was still going to do it though, because I thought I was smart enough and strong enough to do this deal and then still do it. And I grew up without a father figure. So these gangsters and these record labels, they acted like father figures to me. So I was just willing to please them. And it was half a million dollars on the table. And it was very tempting. And um, on the way to the studio, uh, Didge called me. And it was just like, dude, the whole deal's off. It's like, what happened? Fire at the hotel. Hotel burnt out. They're redoing stuff. And whole deal's off. I don't know what's going on. And God, I knew immediately that God did that to save me on the way. I was like, you're going to burn down an actual structure so I to save me from signing this contract? And I was like, that's the real love I'm looking for. That's the father's love. I, I want somebody to come get me. And after that, I um, I turned the corner. I made a decision. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was like, I'm going to give everything to God. I'm not going to produce this other music anymore. I walked away from my band. They almost fought me for doing that. Walked away from my um, 
studio deal that I had with Hitworks, and, you know, and all that. I just walked away from all of it, and then God restored me, and now I'm, like, working with the top Christian people. You shut it down. Got a call from Digi, said we about to have it made. All of the BS we've been through was finally gonna pay. Oh, like Monkey Records finally made it big. With the success of Keith the Sneak and Brother Lynch, they rich. They went in by the hotel. They wanna build a studio in it and pay as well. About it, we're mostly talking about it. Probably about to have a meal before the deal is out. Plus 10 times, plus royalties. All you gotta do is sign and start making they beats. Sound good to me. Hung up the telephone, knowing I'm never going back to the music. I told God I never lack. Let me explain. God told me long ago I was a bonus on a roll and let the dishonorable go. I'm on a roll, I can't. I decided I would lie to myself. I could do both. Making money with the devil, but I wouldn't indulge. I'll tell the couples of dope and bakers of ladies. I don't even want to know when you got all the dough to pay me. I just look the other way as I take from this cake. And I say that I'm safe. This is just occupation. I ain't gonna fake in my faith. To say any can't ever make me or get me to trade. But you gave me a man. Get distracted a bit. I'm a natural kid, but I cannot be tricked. I was so ignorant. Underestimated my enemy. Man, we got it in me. I'm just going from memory. I met V during that time. Okay. Remember I told you I'd work with a Christian artist and work with a secular yeah. artist? So, like, I'd have a session with V. And we'd be doing, like, God music. Like, I'll dance for you. Spread my hands for you. It was all, you know, super Christian-y. And then right after that, like, you know, a, a gangster selling cocaine would come in. And there'd mm-hmm. be a gunfight right after she left. <laughs> and I would do that. And then, like, the, you know, then a pastor would come in next. So, but, um, but God was setting something up. V and I didn't really start working real tough until about, well, she was 19, about two years after that. And then that's right after I decided to go 100% Christian. I didn't know what I was going to do. And God told me, you need to take a break. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And then V called me out the blue and said, do you want to still do music some other? And I was like, yeah, what the heck? And so um, she became like my first artist that I put everything into her as a project and development. After producing records for Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and E-40, Speck became the staff producer for Grammy Award nominee Flame's Clearsight Music, making him one of Christian Music's top producers. Back before I even made that decision, I met Flame in L.A. When Black Market, you know, I started building my network in L.A., and I took one of my young dudes, Sequent, shout out to Sequent if you ever hear this, he's from here, okay. down to the Grammys, and he had been talking to Flame and met him at a show, and Sequent was like, yo, um, did you want to meet Flame? I was like, yeah, I'll meet Flame. So I met Flame, it was just a what's up, high and by, mutual respect. He could tell that I was doing something, and I wasn't even really into the Christian market, so I didn't really know, so we didn't really respect mm-hmm. each other's thing, but we both knew, we, you know, it was respect. And then um, two years later, he was in town for a show on the South Side. And that's what I've, I've been working with V for about two years. V sang a song. Flame was like, oh, my gosh, um, we need a song for my album. And so he was like, who's that girl? I'd like to get her. And then Q, he and the Redeem. And then Q, he and the Redeem. Q, he, which was here tonight, he was like, oh, that's Spec's artist. And he was like, Spec, is that the dude that met in L.A.? And he was, I was like, yeah, man, what's up? And he was like, Bruh, he was like, sequin your artist, and this your artist, and this your artist. And he was like, yeah, he was like, what you doing down here? I was like, man, that's what I do. So um, he wanted, he just wanted the feature. I sent him um, a song that I had done. It was on my album with V on it. And he was okay. like, I want that song. And it was Surrender, which okay. was his song. Yeah. And so I started producing for him after that. He was like, I love you. I love your sound. I love everything you do. 
let's fly down to St. Louis. And we started working together like that. And then I was like, you're looking for an artist. I was like, you should sign V. You're already making her famous by putting her on a song. And so that became that beautiful relationship. So Speck is an artist as well, and is consistently working on new music. Yeah, so Vacancy came out. Um, Vacancy did well. So that came out last year, mm-hmm. and it did good. Okay. I'm going to give myself a plug. It did top 10 iTunes, number one, and I was on for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was good. But um, I'm, when I was on tour just now, mm-hmm. I just got inspired. So I just came back from a tour, me, V-Rose, Chrissy Lane, uh, Jay Monty, like a few dope artists, five, mm-hmm. um, Dylan Chase. And just in the back of the bus, I just started writing. And so I literally just had a mic like this in the back of the bus and I was making beats and I recorded the whole thing on the bus. Okay. And it's it's crazy. And so like I literally had like Tao was on the tour with us. I had him like do a thing and I had everybody like hype up different stuff. So literally it's the sound of the bus, but it's called Vacancy Part Two, okay. back of the bus. <laughs> and okay. it's, it's, it's crazy. My name is Speck, and uh, I hope you have an amazing ride this evening. <laughs> I know I will. Praise God. Yeah. Oh, top down. Top down. Hands up. Hands up. So hard I go home. Stand up. Top down. Top down. Hands up. Hands up. Top down. Top down. Hands up. Hands up. Yeah. God, true to his name, I produce it for flame. I don't do it for the fame, and he do it for the king. Yeah, I know Mr. Gray. Couple last maze, though it wasn't that way. Eh? So I'm doing this track to show my appreciation. The crystal and flame for helping my emancipation. Cause no one let me out the box before this. The concept of producing in this niche is so far. Man, they ain't getting it. I'm about to give up. Shut my studio down in Sacramento. Thank you for listening to Test. Oh, snap. That's right. There's one more thing Speck wanted us to know about V-Rose. And I'll just give you a little thing. Uh, okay. If you want to insert this, like as a secret, everybody thought that when she went to a CCM label that she was going to change the music and yeah. everything was going to change. But she fought to keep her team. She was like, I'm not changing. She was willing to walk away from the deal to be able to maintain herself. Cause they did, they had all her songs written for her mm-hmm. and they were just going to just say, sing these songs, we're yeah. gonna put them out, put you on the radio, you're gonna be the next big thing. She didn't take any of those. She waited until she can maintain and be herself. And they were even gonna edge me out. And and she was like, no, I gotta take my team. So she's real for that. For sure. That's crazy. So that's secret, I can't, I can't use it? Oh yeah, you can use it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say while she was here, but she left, but I was yeah. like, no, no. No, I wanted, she won't say that about herself, yeah. but you know, I like what I said, she fight, yeah, like she's real. She will, to maintain what God, the vision God showed her, she, she goes in. That's all God. But if it mess up, that's all my fault. So there 
it with Nathan, it's March 6th and I'm pacing I'm trying to work on my patience, but I ain't Dr. Dre yet Then finally, a Rapzilla tweet iTunes, flame out, selling Tiger with Drake Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. <laughs>